0: in there. But it's weird and pissed off whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man! Game over! But an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where
1: horror will be your host. This is getting in the Don't fall asleep.
0: As i Play a theme tune down the phone like a menacing prank caller. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I miss the 80s. (laughs) Welcome to lockdown, Elizabeth Allen.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, my Lord. It's so exciting for all of our overseas listeners. Um, The city of Adelaide, uh, the government brought in a um, – because basically we had some weird old man that decided that that during a pandemic was the time to take his two grandchildren to Argentina and then came back with a new strain of the coronavirus um, and then pretty much, I think, visited a lot of wineries.
0: Yeah, a lot of wineries and my favourite bulk food sales place that I use for for buying spices.
1: (laughs) Oh, the bastard. Yeah. Yeah, and so effectively... Yeah, shut our state down. Yeah, we've been
0: we've been in a snap lockdown for the last seven days. We're not allowed to leave our house uh, unless it's to buy something essential. And apparently, podcasting mm-hmm. is not an essential service. So, uh, well, I feel, Those I feel targeted. Those fascist
1: <laughs> bastards. I know, seriously. Oh, my God. Although, have you seen um, they have decided to make a last-minute amendment to the six-day lockdown? Have they? It turns out. If you live alone, you can go visit someone else who lives alone for a route.
0: Are you serious? Because it's good
1: for your mental health.
0: Are you yes! serious? We've got a fuck, serious? We've got a booty call exemption. <laughs> we do.
1: But, and the best thing is they've classified it as men- it's a mental health issue.
0: Oh. See, I always said that sex workers should be on the fucking universal health care.
1: Yeah, oh my God, talk about frontline essential workers. Well, What's yeah, um, Yeah. as long as they're the only person in the house at the time <laughs> um, and you live alone, you are allowed to visit uh, another person
0: uh, for a route. Can you imagine the phone calls to the information line? Now, they've got some stepkids, but they're usually asleep by eight. Can Can I go around there? And if, <laughs> if we're really quiet and we put some shirts over the, the bed head so it doesn't bash into the wall... <laughs> And I do it really gently, like Captain America can we fucking can we fucking do it then
1: <laughs> because it's the coronavirus, will we have to do it doggy style will we have to keep our masks on during it to avoid transmission?
0: <laughs> oh God, oh my God, it's a whole I'd new- love
1: to see like. Yeah, the small print to this clause. Like, yes, it must only be reverse cowgirl
0: or doggy style. No dirty Sanchezes. No face
1: sitting. <laughs> no ass to mouth. Oh, that's, that's just
0: good hygiene.
1: <laughs> you never go ass to mouth in a pandemic. Everybody knows Everybody that. Everybody knows
0: that. Even the fucking lunatic protesters are out there. They know that. The fuckhead. That oh, po- my God. At a... Sp- the fuckhead that punched a horse. Oh, I
1: was going to. Oh, can we talk about that? Oh my God. 2021 has a new official front runner for Cunt of the Year.
0: <laughs> well, um, beating Boris Johnson and fucking Scott Morrison and Scott Oh my God. Scott and Bauer. bloody
1: Bezos. Yeah. Be- Bezos and his dick rocket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Yes. In Sydney, uh, we had some of those crackpots. I love it that they try to disguise themselves as freedom ralliers. Basically, yeah. it's neo-Nazis um, who want to go out and have some, like, contact with other men. Hey, dudes, there's a root clause. You know, you don't need to start a protest. <laughs> uh, basically, they want to get out and rub up against other angry uh, men um and one of them decided um you know they all decided to like arc up in their protest and one of them king hit punched a horse in the face like side on just full on punched it in full the face covid
0: the barbarian style yeah yeah <laughs> the funny the funny thing about that footage was that some fucking protester yeah. released his like his footage of it and yes it's not like a full blown like massive, like, you know, Mike Tyson punch to the horse's face. It glances him and he kind of pushes the horse away a little bit. But you're like, replace horse with woman. Would that still be okay? You know? Well, in their eyes, it would be. Well, it would be, yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) She should
1: have made me some fucking eggs. (laughs) Oh, my. If that horse didn't make me angry. Oh, my. But it's just, it's one of those things. Like, hey. Punches a horse. Like, dude, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I could certainly understand, you know, um, there are those who, you know, want to punch police officers. I can understand that. Yeah. But don't punch a police horse. You know, there's other like <laughs> people who punch police dogs. Don't do it, mate. Don't do it. That's not cool. That's not cool.
0: <laughs> it's like fight the power and the horse is called the power. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Debt. Anyone else like yeah, if if you like punch a cop, people will be like, eh, fair play to you, you punch a uh, a cop horse, and people are like, You bastard, stone him in the streets.
0: Except a few of my like more extreme kind of A CAB friends, there was like, no, fuck it, man, mm. that horse made a choice. Like, did it? <laughs> <laughs> did it
1: <laughs> No, see do you know what I mean? It's, it's, see this for, is a very different Klopp once for he had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this is different. This is the old argument about, you know, when they talk about blowing up the Death Star and all the, you know, the contract workers, you know, the plumbers, the yeah. electricians, the painters who were in. That's different. You know, you are clearly, you know, taking um, a, a job, you yeah. know, with the Dark Lord. Um,
0: but, you know, you're a horse. You can't make that decision. Look, the, the Dark Lord is the only game in town and you've got fucking, you've got womp rats to feed. So, what do you do?
1: <laughs> do you know what? You
0: become a sex worker and keep your honour. That's what you do. <laughs> there were sex workers in the Star Wars universe, surely. Uh, surely yeah. Surely. Of course. And some of them were probably like low-level force users as well, who just like got their, got their clients back to their little fucking weird space pod on fucking Tentoine and just, like, wave their hands in front of them and go, you had a massive orgasm and you made me come too. Oh, thanks. See ya. I mean, just <gasps> take their money.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? If Cardi B's children make it to the future, that's that's exactly how I predict that's going to be.
0: Was that a threat? <laughs> what? If Cardi B's children make it to the future, was that a threat? <laughs> Well, no, she
1: had that story of, of remember, she would, um, you know, dudes who would try to, like, pick her up in the strip club where she was working and then sort of, you know, spend all this money and champagne on her. And then afterwards, they would expect that they were going to get laid, but she would instead, like, knock them out and then steal their shit. Oh, good on her. Yeah. Good on her. So, you know, like, yeah, if you could use the force, why not? Just be like, yes, that was the... That was the best sex you ever had. I was mildly inconvenienced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that would play into that whole sex worker fantasy too, just like oh all my other clients, it's nothing but with you it means something.
1: I let, let you. Oh take the god, off. yeah.
0: Jabba the heart uh, slides out <sighs> <may wanna>
1: Oh, I'm just still recovering from the death plague. Don't. And we are
0: doing this down the fucking, the Australian internet. So if things go awry, it's because our internet is basically two fucking tin cans and a piece of string, thanks to many incompetent governments that have given us the worst fucking infrastructure in the developed world.
1: Well, we were supposed to have, like, a real fancy gee whiz internet structure, um, yeah. but then speaking of getting, like, ridden dry and hard by Jabba the Hut, uh, <laughs> a new change of government came in and basically went for, like, the two empty tins and a piece of string option, yeah. um, which was already obsolete as they were installing
0: it. So, yay! <laughs> the internet literally <sighs> cut out as you were saying that. <laughs> It's, uh, the, the Australia, Australia. Man canoe, the Australia,
1: man
0: <sighs> makes me so proud. It does. This is the fucking worst Zoom meeting yet already.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know what? It's it's kind of appropriate that we are talking about um, you know love in these dark ages. Oh okay, there's, uh, a, there's a crashing segue. Yeah, because this this brings us to the topic of this week. Uh, this week we explore the conundrum of what's more poisonous than an arrow of deceit straight into your heart from the one you love. Ooh. The answer is probably arsenic. <laughs> in this in this week's episode of Your Love Is Like Poison, Ooh. or Hey, you, don't look at my knickers when I'm dead.
0: (laughs) That, ironically enough, was an album by the band Poison. (laughs) (laughs) Cece DeVille looks fantastic, can I just say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In the year 1718 in Oxfordshire in England, a child would be born. That's, Mary what, that's the Blandly. worst fucking prophecy ever.
0: <laughs> He'll be born in Oxfordshire. He'll have a tooth and his own
1: kipper. <laughs> well, no, a she. And she is called Mary Blandly. Oh, she sounds like the start of a limerick. Mary Blandly. <laughs> As the years went on, Mary would prove to be, well, Blandy by name, Blandy by nature. She may in fact have been the origin of the expression as blandy as a boiled potato. But nevertheless, she was adored by her parents who doted on her and indulged her whims, especially her father. As Mary grew older, it became her father's mission to ensure that Mary married well and upwards beyond the family's current situation. The family was by no means poor, but her father, Francis, strongly believed his baby girl deserved better. (laughs) Apparently, it was known far and wide that Mary's father, Francis, quote, whole thoughts were bent to settle her advantageously in the world. To be honest.
0: I mean, that's that's pretty progressive. You can relate to that. that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll sell sell her for tuppence and a quart of gin. Like that was that was pretty much the attitude back then, not let's get her educated and married well. Are you still with me? Hooray for the Australian internet.
1: We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. Hello.
0: Hello, we've got something. Okay. So we just had some pretty serious technical difficulties. <laughs> Can you hear me, Liz?
1: Just slightly. Just, just slightly, slightly. That's all. Oh my god! Do you think it was because we were cursing the Australian internet? They just shut <laughs> us down.
0: <laughs> it was. It was a bit like that. Literally. So we just spent the last twenty minutes trying to get our clean feed reestablished. That didn't work. Uh, someone's got to go put another fucking coin in the Australian internet. So for now, we're having to deal with Facebook <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, just quickly before we get back into it, um our epi- yeah. our episode that we did on the um the Australian bush vampire, the Yammy Yahoo. Yeah. Scooby Doo has an entire movie based on that. And they called it the Yowie Yahoo, and it was the story of a glam, Are you serious? Oh, I'm fucking dead serious. And Scooby Doo and Shaggy had to fight an outback vampire who was also a a goth rocker who looked like fucking um Gene Simmons.
1: Oh, my God. I, you know what? I'm very embarrassed that didn't come up in my research. Who knew? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, you know, maybe you should expand your uh, – actually, no, don't expand your research to include children. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's it. You know what? From now on when I research anything, I'm going to do a last-minute search to be like Scooby-Doo versus whatever is our subject of the day.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's cock squats just yet. <laughs> like
1: (laughs) yeah okay maybe we'll research that on your phone
0: (laughs) like jeepers scoob (laughs) (laughs) right it's more than a scooby snack (sighs) Uh, okay all right where was i okay
1: so uh going back to to uh francis and mary now Francis let it be known far and wide that he was worth £10,000, which, I mean, it was like saying you were worth like a million bucks back in the day. Well, yeah. Uh, even though he had less than £3,000, but still a very a very good amount for the day.
0: Yeah, that's more money than I have now. <laughs>
1: However, not even this promised money was enough to lure in a suitable gentleman. It was said more than one suitor walked away because Francis was quite (laughs) clear that he would not give any of his money to Mary or her husband, but instead insisted on leaving Mary everything in his will when he died.
0: I love the fact that they tried to lure men in with this. Was it like fishing where they saw a man come in? They're like, shh, don't move, don't move. He's coming closer. He's sniffing it. He's sniffing it. Ah, oh, he fucked off. Oh.
1: <laughs> Which is like a note that just has £10,000 written on it. <laughs> and and just lot. as he tries to like grab it, they lure it in a little bit closer <laughs> to the house.
0: But you have to fuck a British woman. No! <laughs> now, in 1746,
1: Mary was 28 and still single. That is ancient. Now, in that era, females were married off at any age from 12 to 26. Yep, And the average life expectancy was about 40 years of age.
0: And she was 46.
1: But – sorry?
0: And she was 46. No,
1: this was in 1746. Oh, so how old was she? Uh, 28. Twi-
0: yeah, okay. So that is the, the biological equivalent, if you're trying to have kids, of – basically finding a fucking mosquito in frozen amber and having to drill into it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, by seventeen like 1746 standards, absolutely. <laughs> um, but in the summer of this year, a new suitor would appear and he was no less than a captain. Oh. Captain William Henry Cranston. Oh. I, I never trust a man with, like, that many names, seriously.
0: No, he was probably the captain the of a ship. What's he overcompensating
1: for? That's what I want to know. <laughs> captain Pee-wee. Oh, no. <laughs> but along he came and Mary swooned and her father, Francis, breathed a sigh of relief and the two began a courtship. But something wasn't quite right. It turns out that wasn't quite right. Was the fact that the captain was in fact already married, and also had a child with his wife. Uh, those were the days when you could yeah. do that.
0: Yeah, you just go go two streets oh, yeah. over and no one knew. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, the dear wife and child was back in good old Scotland. Now, Francis was understandably outraged and forbade his daughter from seeing the cheating captain again. The captain, however, had other ideas and continued to court Mary's affections in private, insisting that his marriage was, wait for it, not real (sighs) and was, in fact, illegal.
0: Oh, how convenient.
1: Can you imagine someone trying to pull that shit on (laughs) Tinder? Look, I'm married, but like totally illegally.
0: (laughs) You want to come on my (laughs) (laughs) boat?
1: Oh my God. Like so like, oh my God. I think it was like for the captain, red flags were invented just for the captain. (laughs) Now, For reasons that only a horny heart knows, Mary continued their relationship in secrecy. Girl, get some self-pride.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, And in fact, whilst they were continuing their relationship in secret... Approximately several times the captain returned to his wife in Scotland but told Mary that uh, he was just totally just going to try and see if he could get the marriage annulled. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 And she yeah. bought it. It like because...
1: totally sounds like all legit and above yeah. board.
0: So she's bought it because unfortunately it's still another 180 years before the offspring releases self-esteem and she realises what's going on.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Now, in 1751, five years later, their secret love affair continued. How long do you give a player to get their illegal marriage annulled? Like, seriously. (laughs) Now aged 33, Mary decided to, shall we say, hasten her inheritance.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Some say, at the urging of the captain, in June of 1751, Mary began placing what she would later describe as, quote, love
0: powder. Oh, they had MDMA back
1: then? In her father's cup of tea.
0: Oh, she was lonely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Then when it showed no signs of working, Mary ramped up her efforts and started placing the, quote, love powder into her father's foods as well. Oh. Mary said that she hoped the, quote, love powder would make her father relent on his disdain for her boyfriend and come to love him as she did. What
0: the f- what did they? They knew very that- little about chemistry back then, you know. What the fuck was Well, the, it was either the love powder. Was it tiger penis? Was it rhino it was horn? In fact, arsenic. Oh, I, I was going to go for that or snuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the old, good old fashioned love tonic arsenic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After two months of daily love powder. <laughs> May's father became seriously ill. (laughs) Now, the thing to remember is symptoms of arsenic poisoning include vomiting, bloody diarrhea, stomach cramps, muscle cramps, confusion, fatigue, headaches, seizures, coma, and death.
0: Also symptoms of a British diet. (laughs) Eat your mutton. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I didn't leave that pork pie sitting on the windowsill for two weeks just for you to turn your nose up at it,
0: mister. Now have your cod.
1: <laughs> now, on the 14th of August, 1751, Francis Blandy died. Oh,
0: too much loving.
1: His daughter was arrested almost immediately for the murder of her father. Her trial began on the 3rd of March, 1752. Although, to be honest, when you do come to the house and somebody is just lying in a pool of their own bloody diarrhea or vomit and they've just had a seizure yeah. um, and there's just love powder all over the place, you do, you know, you think, mm, maybe something's not quite right here.
0: <laughs> that Jedi mind trick that he was subjected to was fucking powerful.
1: Now, at the trial, no one came to Mary's defence. Ouch. Instead, her own family and servants all testified against her, claiming that she had called her own father, quote, a rogue, a villain, and a toothless old dog. (laughs) Fucking hell. And that she wanted him, quote, dead and at hell. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Another servant went so far as to testify that she actually heard Mary confessing poisoning her father to her father before his death. The servant claimed that Mary told her father that she had been given him arsenic, but only to, quote, to make Make you love Cranston. And that Mary then begged her father not to curse her. To which the servant claimed, Francis replied, Oh, my dear, how couldest thou think I would curse thee? No, I bless you and hope God will bless thee and amend thy life. And he died.
0: Imagine dying so Francis poetically.
1: just sounds. Like he is too good a father for anyone to actually have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, there would not be much Dosting and Thou from me. <laughs> you can't
1: <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, if you if you're if your little one came to you tomorrow <laughs> and said that he'd been slipping the love powder Yeah Um into diet lemonade all this time because he wanted to like, you know, run off with your ever-suffering girlfriend Lou, <laughs> would you uh, would you would you be like, oh God, bless you, little
0: pumpernickel? Uh, part of me would actually just be like, yeah, but he did get me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> His manners are improving. <laughs> oh, diarrhea, death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. The jury broke land speed records by finding her guilty in just five minutes.
0: (laughs) That's open to appeal, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The judge sentenced her to death.
0: By love powder.
1: Even to the end, Mary protested her innocence. I was just giving him a love powder. But at nine a.m. on wait for it on Easter Monday, sixth of April, seventeen fifty-two. Ah, oh, you don't even you don't even get the public holiday off. Do you think who was more pissed off, Mary for being hung on a public holiday, or for those being forced work on the public holiday? Ah,
0: oh. <laughs> they got fucking fish guts and a half, or whatever they got paid in. <laughs> Got an extra half a ration of, of rubber, course, you know, It
1: was like back in the day, like you know, a public hanging was like a real sort of you know, everybody had pack a picnic, um, you know, and sort mm-hmm. of go down to the prison to watch it happen. So it would be good for everybody else having like a day off, except for those poor bastards who got to do the hanging. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> they're paying us in uh, love powder. Oh.
1: So, Easter Monday, 6th of April, 1752. Mary Blandy was hanged outside of the Oxford Castle prison. As she was escorted up the stairs of the gallows, her final words cried out, Gentlemen, do not hang me too high
0: for the sake of decency. Oh, no, don't want anyone fucking upskirting you as you're executed. They'll see me bloomers.
1: (laughs) One could only hope that nobody look at my knickers when I'm dead was written on her headstone. (laughs) What do you reckon? Do you you care if anybody sees your wang once you're dead?
0: I don't care if anyone sees it now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if they use me as a fucking... To be
1: honest, it's probably more threatening now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, being dead would explain the green i don't care oh my god but i mean
1: we've had some epic last lines like doing this pod list podcast like i i mean my favorite is you know you know uh take heed of evil company yeah um do you do you what do you think for part of our merch we should release some knickers that just say, nobody look at my knickers when I'm dead?
0: I just want to know what kind of miscreants go to the hanging expecting to see a little bit of fire. Oh, look at her twitching. Oh, in the breeze. <laughs> Might just have to rub one out I here in the comments. I there was somebody. Oh, strangle the king's goose here in the fucking town square. There we go. <laughs>
1: We've already talked about it. If it exists, <laughs> there's a porn version of it and there's somebody masturbating
0: to it as With, we talk. Without doubt <laughs> there is.
1: Uh, oh my lord. All and like you'd have to be used to it like back in those days. You'd be like, oh no no children, let's not sit next let's not sit next to the man sitting behind
0: the bush. <laughs> they haven't invented popcorn yet, but he's got a popcorn cup. <laughs> 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 seems to be Now rummaging. I would not
1: like some of your popcorn, sir.
0: <laughs> oh. oh,
1: Lord. <laughs> Can't you... Yeah, Can you imagine? That's the highlight of your life. Oh, do you want to go down to the execution? We might see your knickers.
0: <laughs> a dirty brown Victorian bloomers. Oh. 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 Fresh as like, the yeah, Thames they, like they were. Back then,
1: like your knickers really did come down to your ankles. So yeah. it's a bit hard. If she didn't want anyone to look up her skirt, she would have had to have been like, hung like, I don't know what, like an inch above the ground. <laughs>
0: And then, you know, there there wasn't much personal grooming back then.
1: (laughs) Oh, do you think that was, you needed like such big underpants to keep all the bush in?
0: Yeah, and the the leg hair and all those other abominable things that were banished in the 1960s.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord.
0: Did you see Uh, the dead woman's ankles? Oh. Smooth, oh. smooth as goats, milk they were.
1: I've told you, Charlie. Don't go down there looking at those dead women's ankles. <laughs> You'll go straight to hell. You will.
0: <laughs> imagine being oh. Satan. Now, Satan. Then, just, the checking, just imagine being Satan. Then, just checking off the various sins. What'd you do? Oh, looked at an executed woman's ankles. Oh Hitler comes in, what'd you do? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. (laughs) Bit of a jump.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, okay, I guess sort of yeah, when you put it in perspective like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, she smelled like the Thames she did. Oh (laughs) Bathe before her big day. (laughs) Swinging in the breeze like last summer's mackerel. Oh. <laughs> Pretty as <easy sighs> a picture she was. Went <laughs> home and took me love potion, befouled the floor with loving diarrhoea. Oh.
1: I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and I no means claim to be a doctor. But officially, if your private part starts smelling like the Thames, <laughs> you officially need to see... <laughs> A trained medical professional.
0: You need to see a, a plumber at that point. <laughs> Potentially <laughs> someone that deals with algal outbreaks.
1: Oh, God. That's just, oh, my God. Well, see, the question is, okay, what came first? What, the polluted pussy in the Thames or polluted
0: Thames in the pussy? Oh, what came first? Depends how fucking, <laughs> depends how cold it was when she went swimming. <laughs>
1: This is, the, this is the whole like chicken or egg argument, you know? <laughs> what came first? <laughs> I can just I'll see- tell you what came first. That bloke in the bushes.
0: <laughs> I can just see Socrates and fucking <laughs> Pythagoras scratching about in the sand solving this one. Do you think it was the dude in the bushes who came first? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Well, see, that's the. I've always, because, you know, basically for sort of like every culture, every group, you know, there's always a a pervert. (laughs) And and they like people have always sort of like fantasized on, you know, the parts of the body that you couldn't see. You know, back when, you know, it used to be high necks, people would be like, oh, look at her throat. Um, And when it was long dresses, it was, oh, look at her ankles. What do you reckon gets you going if you're like for people who live in nudist colonies? Oh. Like what's left? Yeah, you and you're like, oh, look at her sunburn.
0: <laughs> there wouldn't be. There's nothing left to the imagination. So I'm guessing they've got imaginations like the kind of people that are into TikTok, really. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's just nothing there.
1: Oh. Would you? Or do you think it's like the more nude you become, the more sort of like reverse it comes, and they're just sitting there going like, oh, Barry. Can you imagine that one over there wearing a pair of gloves?
0: <laughs> oh I'd like to throw her on the table and carefully dress her. Oh,
1: oh, oh god. Oh, oh I'll take her home and slip her in a tuxedo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's gotta be like nudist politics though. Like surely you can't get around with a boner on a nudist speech. That surely that's a faux pas.
1: Yes. I, I would I would say that would be the ultimate. <clears throat> if you are a <laughs> a naked person, please let us know. Yeah, surely that would have to be like the ultimate, you know, faux pas having a boner.
0: Yeah, or like having a having any kind of masturbation. That'd be that'd be weird.
1: Oh, yeah, but, <laughs> well, there, there might, might be beaches what, for I,
0: that. I don't know.
1: What masturbation beaches? Well, there
0: might be. If if there's a nudist beach, surely there's a fist yourself cove.
1: a i think it's thailand um and if if it doesn't exist i think we need to buy a beach and legit start that business we would have people flying from all over the world for the people who have longed dreamt of giving themselves a reach around on the beach
0: rock rock reach around beach
1: (laughs) oh my god and then the best bit is like you get to like tax them twice not only do you tax them for like coming on your private beach eh, (laughs) hey but then you also make a fortune in selling them ointments from like you know once they get all that like sand up their quacker
0: oh yeah oh do
1: you know what i mean like i don't understand people who are like oh let's have sex on the beach uh it's
0: a terrible it's a terrible idea
1: yeah, no. It's just, oh, God, there's sand everywhere, and it's just, oh, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah. God. <clears throat> okay, and you so, get seaweed up there, then you start smelling like the Thames.
0: Oh. So maybe this is why we finally launch a Patreon, you know. We finally, <laughs> time to build Wank Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a towel oh, and a slightly smaller God. towel.
1: I tell you, Wank Beach, it's just, you know. <laughs> that,
0: that would oh be... Oh, my a... God.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. I was just going to say, like, I could just see the T-shirts now. It's just Wank Beach. Come on, Holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Home and Away if it was Wank Beach.
1: <laughs> More people wanking on, like, Alf.
0: Oh, oh. The... <laughs> You're flaming galah. You got that in me eye. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Poor Ray. Oh my God. Uh Wank Beach. Come on holiday on us. Oh. Wink. There's your ad slogan right there.
0: And do it like a full nineteen eighties like tea tower with like a koala in shorts with like bad sunnies and like <laughs> like a, a pelican with, a pelican with tits. <laughs> oh that real bad kind of early 1980s Paul Ogan put another shrimp on the barbie kind of Ken Doan shit.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Come on down oh, to Wank I'm Beach. I'm so excited. You know what? Uh, Peyton Pending. Peyton Pending. Like, yeah. we have we have our stamp all over Wank Beach. Bloody <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Isn't that what he's trying to create in space? Like, you, you get on his, like, million-dollar rocket and take it up to Wank Wank beach in space
0: pretty much yeah yeah except it's like what do you get a 12 minute ride in zero gravity something like that these people need to do fucking mushrooms man
1: (laughs) fucking 12 minutes what hey (laughs) good on you
0: that sounds like fun you know or you know you, you could just do magic mushrooms and live in an entirely different fucking universe for six hours
1: you know, or, you know, you could just, like, end world hunger. But, you know, yeah, sure, 12 Minutes of the Space Rocket. Sounds good.
0: All right, well, let's let's get the oh let's get the Patreon I, going. I was going
1: to say, this is a very profound discussion for our first discussion on Wank Beach. <laughs> What's happening at Wank Beach? Let, let's send the cameras down for a look. And it's just two naked people fisting themselves while discussing the socioeconomic <laughs> like, politics of billionaires going into space.
0: Yeah, you know, modern, modern monetary policy says that you can basically just print any money that you want and it's never going to affect the supply at fucking oh, my prostate. Oh. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Oh.
0: I love that we we've had oh, technology weird, fail. Like? I love we've had technology fail on us and we've fought hard yeah. to get it back. And also that we can talk about wank beach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, you will take my internet, but you will never take my access pass to Wank Beach. (laughs) Fuck a kangaroo in the pouch. I was going to (laughs) say, I was going to say, in defiance, I'm just going to go down to the beach and just start vigorously masturbating. And then I'm like, oh, there's a lockdown, I can't. Oh, no. (laughs) Although, technically, if I can find a single merman... I am allowed to.
0: Uh, I am allowed true. to visit him. Yeah, but it's got to be. it yeah. to be so consensual. Be like, oh,
1: oh, yes, you know. Well, that's that's the that's the whole spirit of Wank Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part- nothing is as sexy as consent.
0: <laughs> and certainly, nothing oh. is as sexy as that old guy who was the first person to come here to Wank Beach. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an old, gross guy. You know that. It's not going to be. Oh. It's not going to be fucking, you know. It's not going to be Monica Bellucci or anyone like that. It's going to be fucking Barry. And he's got to use one hand to hold his gut <gasps> while he gets stuck in with his homemade flashlight, which also double, doubles as a beer koozie.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep it cold one end while you fire it up on the other. <laughs> All I know is I'm saying it now. Wank Beach still a better film than M Night Shyamalan's Old.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Don't. Yeah, I Don't. was def- I was defending. Oh my God, him. seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, you'd be better off spending. You'd be better off spending an hour and a half at Wank Beach, <laughs> like jerking off to some girls' knickers. <laughs> Oh, I've given away the plot. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. <laughs> oh, oh. Is, is, yeah, this going? Are we, um, is there any more or are we on a one-way fucking drive to Wank Beach, like the end of Point Break? <laughs>
1: We're on a one-way drive to Wank Beach. No. Okay. So, all right. Surely 150 years later, after Mary, surely people would have learned to be better people and not poison their way to their goals. Surely. Surely. Think again, dumbass.
0: Oh, no.
1: If you were an Englishman living in India pre-World War I, you were living a life of luxury. That was certainly the case for Lieutenant Henry Lovell William Clark. Again, men with too many names. Don't trust men with multiple names. I'm just saying it now.
0: I've got four.
1: (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) Yeah. We've got one guy's giving out love powder, the other guy created Wank Beach. You draw the lines.
0: <laughs> All I can say now, is when there's an Lieutenant oil when there's an oil spill on Wank Beach, you you don't want to be the one's cleaning up the seabirds. <laughs> <laughs> there will always be a moon over Wank Beach. <laughs> Go on. Oh, uh,
1: Rupert,
0: Jamaica. Ooh, <laughs> I want to take you to... Ooh, I want to take you down to Wank Beach. Wank Beach. We'll get, we'll there, get there fast. We'll get there and then we'll take it slow. <sighs> uh, uh.
1: That's where we want to blow. Play <laughs> down in Wank Beach. Oh, Lord. Uh. <sighs> Okay, so Lieutenant Henry Lovell William Clark. He was 42 and employed by the Indian subordinate medical service in Agra, India. Henry seemed to have it all, a respected position as a doctor, a large family home filled with servants, a wife and four healthy children. But Henry was unhappy.
0: Never been to Wank Beach. In
1: 1911... (laughs) In 1911, the then 42-year-old met a 35-year-old woman named Augusta. Ooh. She was the daughter of a river pilot and Henry fell hard. Even though Augusta was already married to Edward McKean Fulham, who was a governed military accounts assistant examiner Oh, can you imagine how exciting that drop would be? (laughs)
0: No wonder she was looking for some uh, (laughs) smoke on the water.
1: Dr. Henry and Augusta decided that their first step in becoming a happy couple was to murder Augusta's husband. Okay. Dr. Henry provided Augusta with arsenic and instructions on how to administer the poison. On October the 11th, 1911, Edward Fulham, husband of Augusta Fulham, died. A doctor was sent for and a death certificate was signed stating that Edward Fulham had died of heat stroke. The doctor who signed the certificate was Dr. Henry Clark.
0: No, you can't die of heat stroke on Wank Beach.
1: Dehydration, perhaps.
0: <laughs> the heatstroke involves Tiger Balm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, poor Edward was buried without suspicion. Augusta and Henry carried on their affair in secret. Now, all that stood between them and happiness was the doctor's wife, Louisa Amelia Clark. Hmm. Perhaps fearing that people may be suspicious of a doctor's wife dying of poison-related symptoms, or maybe because they were too impatient to wait for poison to work, Dr. Henry and Augusta decided to hire four local Indian men to break into Dr. Henry's home and murder his wife. Doesn't he sound like a
0: keeper? Yeah, that's, that's a dramatic escalation of events.
1: Yeah, it's suddenly gone from, oh, I love you. Let's kill my wife. We'll get men to murder, <coughs> Hoping, no doubt, that it would be seen as a simple robbery gone horribly wrong. Then the two would be able to go on happily about their lives. Could you ever happily go on with and by marrying someone that you know has paid men to horribly murder their last
0: Yeah, well, you know, he takes the bins out.
1: (laughs) I'm sure there was a time when Edward used to take the bins out. Doesn't stop him being, like, dead and buried six feet under wank beach. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. Uh, Now, four men, four men broke into Dr. Henry's home and attacked and killed his wife on 17th of November, 1912. She was reportedly sabred to death.
0: Jesus.
1: Yes. So she was killed by multiple strokes by very heavy swords.
0: Right. So if you're looking to... Talk
1: about sticking the boot in.
0: Yeah. If you're looking to implicate some... uh some local, uh, you know, some local Indians, you're going to do it with a sword, I'm guessing.
1: But it's just, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, okay, so you're murdering her to, you know, run off you know, with your lover. But, you know, do you know what I mean? She was still person that you marry that you've spent decades with she's still the mother of your children surely you'd be think oh make it quick you wouldn't be like oh you know what stab her with as big a possible swords as you can find
0: yeah just fucking chop her to bits like a mango nah that's fucked up
1: yeah do you know what i mean like fucking ah, that's a bit ah,
0: yeah, look, if you're ah. gonna kill your wife at least be a gentleman about it and make it quick
1: Exactly. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. You know, be a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the problem was, other than the foul murders and loss of human life, of course, was the fact that Henry was the fact that people had started to cotton on to the ongoing affair between Henry and Augusta, which people brought to the police's attention. The police brought Augusta in for interviewing and they then conducted a search of her and her former husband's home. Now, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll agree with me, if you are going to poison your own husband yeah. and then hire assassins to murder your boyfriend's wife, then I mean, obviously, obviously you would ensure that you would be smart and you would destroy any evidence linking yourself to you and your conspirator.
0: No, I I would keep receipts and claim it on tax. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. Like, surely, surely you would sort of, you know, hide any link to any of the crimes or – Come on, surely at least you'd bury the evidence in a bottomless hole that could never be found.
0: Pretty much. I certainly, I certainly wouldn't have a folder on my desk that was labelled, very expensive murder plot, do not lose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, that would just be silly. <laughs> or in Augusta's case, you would keep over 370 love letters written between you and your lover where you not only openly discuss your smashing love affair, but also openly talk about murdering each other's partners. And you'd make sure you kept the letter where you actually ask for the poison, where you actually write, quote, please send me the powder next week. (laughs) And make sure... He actually provides detailed instructions on how to murder your husband with it and make sure you keep that letter. Uh, Then you also record who you're getting to murder his wife and make sure you record all of their names and locations and the amount that you're paying to murder your boyfriend's wife. Um, You obviously keep all of those and then you put them in a box under your bed.
0: You got to. Ad- no one
1: would ever <laughs> think to look there.
0: <laughs> you got to admit, though, as as a servant mm. of the British Raj in the uh, in the Law and Order mm. Corps, you would have been pretty fucking glad mm. of that, rather than having to walk in there like CSI British Raj and look at this puddle of diarrhoea on the floor and just go, hmm, put your finger in it, rub it over your gums, oh, yeah, love powder, hmm, <laughs> thank fuck for the receipts. <laughs> I mean. Receipts. Oh, I mean-
1: <laughs> but I mean, like, even, like, okay, so, you know, I mean, I mean, surely they must have been some, like, pretty, like, impressive, you know, sort of, like, oh, I want to be your tampon kind of, you know, <laughs> thing. But, but wouldn't you be selective about, like, the letters? Like, why are you keeping, like, um... I... I Unless she's fingering herself to the letters, which are like, oh, yes, and then we're going to administer the arsenic by putting 250 grams into boiled stew, which she, she must have been sitting there, like, plucking one out to it, because why else would you keep that letter?
0: <laughs> oh, fucking turn-of-the-century fucking porn.
1: <laughs> oh, I tell you, bloody, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. Uh, so so yeah. she needed Augusta's sheet music. Augusta's husband's body. <laughs>
0: I know, seriously. Needed sheet music for the devil's oh. harp.
1: <laughs> ding, 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 Augusta's husband's body was dug up, and sure enough, traces of arsenic were found. Love powder. Both Augusta and Henry were put on trial for the murder of Edward Fulham and the contract killing of Amelia Clark. But their love was strong and could not be broken. Until, of course, until Augusta flipped sides and testified against Dr. Henry. (laughs) Dr. Henry broke down and confessed in the dock. (laughs) The four assassins were also identified and brought to trial. One of the accused assassins actually turned against the others and testified against them, confessing all. So on the 26th of March 1913 Dr Henry Clark and 3 of the 4 contracted assassins were found guilty and were executed Augusta however still had one hand left to play and revealed <laughs> that she was in fact pregnant with Dr Henry's baby oh, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Um, This was the only thing that saved her from execution, but she was sentenced to life in prison. In prison, Augusta would give birth to a son, but she would not live to see him grow. On the 28th of May, 1914, at age 38, and just 14 months after her lover's execution, Augusta Fulham would die in Nani Prison. The reason giving on her death certificate was heat stroke. Uh Exactly what had been written on her murdered husband's
0: death certificate. Wow. Although in her case, she may have gotten hold of some saucy murder letters and raised the old barometric (laughs) pressure.
1: (laughs) I like one of those things, like, if you're going to get revenge because, you yeah. know, this bitch has, like, killed your brother, yeah. you know, by yeah. poisoning him with arsenic and then putting it down as, um, you know, heat stroke. Oh, can you imagine the usual suspect style ending where you secretly poison her in prison and then you come in as a pretend doctor and sign it as heat stroke?
0: Yeah, that'd be fucking delicious. Genius! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although, oh my God! All we got to do is get Quentin Tarantino to make it, and we are like rolling in Oscars.
0: Oh no, I do not need to see nineteen ten British women's feet.
1: Oh, can you imagine? As like she's like, for <laughs> like when Mary was hanging from the rope, <laughs> she would just be twitching, and her shoes would come off. <laughs> you just have a close up of her twitching toes on the gallows. <laughs> <laughs> See, fucking Quentin! See,
0: Tarantino wouldn't need full nudity at Wank Beach. He'd just be like, take off your flip-flops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all I need.
1: Oh, my God. Did you see uh, that woman went viral because she, she met Quentin Tarantino somewhere and she asked him to sign her feet? Oh, really? <laughs> and he did it.
0: Of course he fucking did the deviant.
1: <laughs> oh my god! For him, that's going to be the equivalent of someone being like, "Sign my pussy."
0: <laughs> you ever signed a tip? Oh. It's very hard. Oh, they're, they're very <laughs> what pliable. You mean it's hard. It's they're very they're very malleable. You need to you need to. It's like if you're going to be famous, you need to practice doing autographs on a mm. waterbed because it's very hard to do neat script on breast flesh.
1: What. Are, I mean, surely, like, the secret is to get a firm hold of
0: it. Well, no, I was still respectful the one time I've done it. I was still very respectful. And uh,
1: d- Well, no, you, you ask, oh, can I just, you know, if you really want this authentic, like, if you're going to get this tattooed on you, I recommend. Well, you, you don't have to hold it. You could ask her to hold it, to yeah, cup it. No,
0: no, I asked Surely her, that would help. I asked her for a bit of centering, uh, centering and lift. Uh, but you know, the other thing was her very large, scary boyfriend was right next to her, so it was. A v- I basically just did an X and ran. Oh, uh, yeah, that was important. I,
1: I once showed uh, Chris Isaac my boobs.
0: Good work.
1: He he checked he checked them out, and then like looked at me like approvingly. Yeah. And then I got like so hysterical. I had to be like. I almost hyperventilated, and I had to be removed to a chair.
0: Okay, so this was in—was this in a concert or just in traffic? How did this happen?
1: <laughs> the thing is, okay, and uh, okay, like I am very much like a heavy metal, you know, dark goth girl. Yeah, Except yeah. when it comes to Chris Isaac, I love Chris Isaac. Oh like, yeah, he's Chris, great. Chris Isaac is my kryptonite. <laughs> he just is.
0: Luckily, three doors um, down. Oh aren't my God.
1: You... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wicked Game is the sexiest song that has ever been written and will ever be written. That's all yeah, I'm saying.
0: I, I um, I'd agree, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, actually, I went to... Oh, no one's going to uh, listen to Iron Maiden in bed, small... are they? <laughs> Run to the hills. This is the not... The hills. Oh, my God. Yes. You... Oh, my God. You haven't done it until you've done it to Iron Maiden.
0: Oh, really?
1: But anyway. Look. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, my no. God. As if you haven't done it to Iron Maiden. No, I haven't. Oh, my God. I'm playing it on the speakers of Wank Beach. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Two minutes to midnight. Oh, this is distracting.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe not that one. Maybe not that
0: one. Can't I wank in public in peace?
1: <laughs> oh my god. But so I, so I went to quick, a smaller that. Oh,
0: come on. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> oh, oh no. <laughs> so went to a smaller Chris Isaac concert and then afterwards, like he like suddenly like appeared out the front and was signing like things for ladies and there was sort of like a row of ladies, like all signed up and he, Oh my God, he was like so lovely and he's like, yeah, you know how you are doing. And you know, he was like, yeah. Oh my God. So lovely. And he would sign his name and, you know, like if it was like a, like a, you know, really older lady, like he would draw a, you know, like a little flower, you Aww. know, if she was a young lady, he would like, you know, draw a little heart. Ooh. Um
0: So this is pure, so, you know, this pure is boob signing here. we're talking about.
1: When well, no, I say so he was, he was signing like, um, you know, just whatever, you know, women were throwing in front of him oh, okay. and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And oh my god, I actually saw like a there was like a poster on the wall for him. So I like I I like I grabbed the poster and just like plonked the poster down in front of him. And you could see me sort of he had his head down and it was like all right as as he went along. And he got down to where I had and I had this like low-cut top on and I'd like pumped him up. So it was all like titties. And he sort of came along and you could see he sort of came along to like me. Checked out the titties, looked up, gave me a hello, (laughs) and then signed, and then drew a massive love heart (laughs) with all these, like, little love hearts under it, and then went to speak to me, and I started hyperventilating. (laughs) (laughs) You know how they say, like, you know, like, oh, my God, like, never meet your heroes because you never know what you're going to do? So embarrassing. It turns out I'd never done it before. I hyperventilated. Like, I actually, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and actually couldn't breathe, and his security guard, and he sort of like Chris Isaac looks like, like oh, God, like not another one, I've killed another one. <laughs> and he's like, one of his like little entourage of big security dudes, this big guy sort of grabbed me and sort of, I didn't even know how to walk, sort of like took me to a bit <laughs> around the side and flopped me down on a chair. Um, yeah, and
0: then came back with some water, and I'm Aww. like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, see that's nice. I still have the post You would you would not have got that from Motley Crue. They're like, Oh, she's losing consciousness. Put her in the bus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I like to think I like to think I could have had a shot with Chris Isaac in that moment, but I blew it. There you go. Totally hyperventilated and blew it. (laughs) Ironically, I blew it. Well It was my one shot, like hey. So blow it. And I blow
0: it. Well, here at Recall, we can take you down to Wank Beach and you can relive your fantasies <laughs> with Chris Isaac. Is he playing the phone? Oh of the my beach. god. No, it just
1: it just became my shame. It's going to be one of those things like on my deathbed. I'm going to be like, "Oh, and I'll remember that moment and I'll just be <laughs> like, oh, I'm so fucking embarrassed." <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, just on a last note, The home where Augusta and Edward Fulham lived is said even to this day to be haunted or jinxed, and any females who lived at the house have eventually fallen ill, and they only recover after leaving the property for
0: good. Yeah, it could just be lead paint.
1: Look, it could just still be some arsenic just laying
0: around. I'm, that flying. shit does not leave. That shit is residual. It stays in the soil. Like you can't fucking get rid of it. Or am I thinking of, um, I'm thinking oh of my cadmium? God. <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in an industrial wasteland. I should know my, my environmental toxins.
1: Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. Oh, my Lord. But as far as sort of things going of just, oh, my God, all I can think is there's like a little concert hall, which people are like, it's haunted, and you just hear this, like, raspy breathing of someone hyperventilating. <laughs> <either> <laughs> it's Chris Isaac checks out her tits. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god! I've only had two near-death experiences, and one of that was one of them.
0: There you go. What was the other one?
1: Um. Oh, the first time I got hit by a car.
0: The first time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we want to delve into this. <laughs> we have talked about this before, haven't we?
1: It's a whole other episode. Yeah, we have. Yeah. What? Okay. What? It's twice. It's been twice. Was there another one? No, twice. Twice I've been hit by a car. Fair enough. But the first one was the really bad one. After the second one, I figured out that really, if, if, if I'm going to have an injury, I just take it to the head because then I just sort of bounce off.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was in the band scene, there was this guy who'd been hit by a bus. And <laughs> he had a big compensation yeah. payout for it. And all these other scumbags in these bloody awful stench core D beat bands. were all just like, oh fucking yeah. Charlie man, he's so lucky. He's living on compost. Like, the motherfucker has a limp. <laughs> like, he gets headaches all the time. He's not lucky. <laughs> he got fucking run over by a bus. <laughs> yeah, man, he deserves to work. Ugh.
1: Oh my god. Well, I got I got um <laughs> I got hit by a a car who crossed the lines when he shouldn't, you know, to like overtake something that was like reversing, um, hit me, didn't even get out of the car, pretty much just yelled, she all right, and then just fucked off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He said chivalry's dead. <laughs> you know what, at least Chris at least Chris Isaac had someone take me to the side and give me a glass of water. It's more than that fucker ever did for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so, yeah, so there we uh, there we go. Those are our, uh, adver- uh, our stories of a poisoned shot to the heart. So, put those cares aside as you come and visit us. At Wank Beach, <laughs> I'll put another dick
0: on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Heat stress. I can't believe we made it through this episode with all our technological challenges.
1: I know. I'm. I'm it's the power of Wank Beach.
0: <laughs> the lure of Wank Beach. Wanks assemble. <laughs> This is weird. This is weird doing this remotely. And I've got to say, this is easily the least healthy pre-podcast meal I've had tonight because I'm not having to eat vegan stuff because you're here.
1: Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Okay. I don't want to ask. (laughs) Would you have a good healthy serving of love powder?
0: (laughs) In lovely gruel. (laughs) Lou's going to leave me for the dog. (laughs)
1: Look, we've all known that's been a matter of time. <laughs> uh, but you know what? You know what the thing is? Lou is so lovely. I think you could be fairly confident in the fact that she's not going to hire assassins to save you to death. No, I will th- say that about Lou.
0: No, that is very true. Mostly because she's budget conscious. So, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's what? She's budget conscious. Good with money. Oh, that what? She's not gonna splurge. What? She'd
1: just get like one guy with a limp to yeah. save you.
0: To death? <laughs> she's gonna. She's not gonna splurge on four assassins with swords. Just one junkie with a screwdriver. Yeah. That's pretty much what it'll be.
1: Well, you know, mate. Like, you know, it's tough times. It you is. You know,
0: you gotta, you gotta think responsibly. And she's from the northern suburbs, and she's all about pre- creating local jobs. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? Just. <laughs> Just be nice to her so she doesn't have to kill you to get a hold of that wank beach money.
0: (laughs) We should pinch this turd while we have the chance before we discover there's no toilet paper in this pandemic.
1: (laughs) All right, um, I'm going, but after I go... Yes. Nobody look at my knickers!
0: (laughs) And real mothmen eat the carpet.
1: (laughs)